This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We can start Bengals offense versus Chiefs defense. What do the Chiefs do? Because the Chiefs have been very multiple and different on the back end and to try to confuse other quarterbacks. But then when Brian Flores kind of did that, the Bengals passing offense eventually ate it up and were they were fine. With looking at the Chiefs and then looking at what the Steel what the Steelers did, I mean the Steelers to me, very simple defense. I, they mixed it up and how they got there sometimes, but it was so much like cover three, load the box, and dare Jake Browning to throw. He couldn't throw against it, so then you're just screwed. Uh, if I'm the Chiefs, I think I just I, I would at least start with that game plan and work from there. I kind of expect Spags to be a little bit more aggressive than he would be against Burrow. You can think back to the first Chiefs Bengals matchup of this rivalry in 2021, the regular season, the game turned on that third and long where Burrow beat the zero pressure by throwing it up to Jamar Chase and converting that for a first down. But that is who Spags usually is sending that pressure on third and long and just living in a, you know, this is going to get home before you can take advantage of it world. He has better coverage players now than he did back then. And he's facing a quarterback that hasn't killed him on that same pressure look. So I'm expecting some high leverage situations that the Chiefs are going to send some pressure at him. And other than that, if I was the Chiefs, I'd be playing a lot of spot drop three and load in the box. We'll see. And maybe the Bengals are going to make their adjustments for it and whatever else. But any defense could run that. And the Steelers have buried Browning with it twice now. 
Yeah, I definitely think Chris Jones will get home a couple times. It's just Do you, you think know. they're going to do you think they'll line up Chris Jones against Orlando Brown at all in this game? Maybe for the vibes. I know. That's that's why I think it might happen. <laughs> I don't think it's like a smart move or anything, but I feel like they want to get one on him. Yeah, I definitely do. I think that's where it's just the pressure for me and and how the offensive line played last week. Um, you know, I, I haven't been down on the offensive line much this season. And it just was really disappointing to see that on the road against an AFC North team. And look, I know the D line for the Steelers is is legit, but at the same time, it's just you don't want to see that out of your offensive line and the protection for Jake Browning. I don't know what we're going to see. I, I still the thing about the Kansas City Chiefs, we'll get to their offense in just a moment. But defensively, I still think they have a lot of young studs out there and it's still going to be an interesting matchup you know even if you have a jamar a healthy jamar chase and i wouldn't say fully healthy jamar chase everybody's kind of playing hurt at this moment uh but jamar chase out there and t higgins maybe you can get a run game going i really want to see what this matchup is going to look like defensively and obviously a defensive coordinator on the other side is very familiar with the cincinnati bengals offense just a different quarterback on the other side of these matchups so other than that uh do you have any confidence in the run game for the bengals no Okay, fair. Um, it shouldn't be as bad, would be my take. I, I feel like you're going to be fighting between it probably being not good, but, you know, not terrible, and then also maybe being at, like, a healthy average. That would be what I'd shoot for is to get, like, some type of average – run game going and maybe you can get an explosive out of chase brown in the run game i will say in their base defense the chiefs line up more like the colts and jags do than they do the steelers or the vikings so you know four down fronts get off the ball type of thing and the Bengals have shown they can take advantage of that they they've developed some run game run game plans that have done really well on that now i this i I didn't like the Bengals run game plan when I went back and watched as much as I did the first time the Bengals and Steelers played. And I think some of that kind of crept into their heads. It was similarly unsuccessful when the game was at all close. And then when you're down 24 points, you're down 24 points. So they're going to throw the ball and runs don't really matter in that situation. But in the first half, it was a lot of kind of just throwing things at the wall. So it kind of felt like they lost what they normally try to do or any type of situation where they're going to work angles and stuff that's that makes a lot of sense to me on how you would attack a certain front it's felt it just felt like they couldn't figure out how to attack the Steelers and the Steelers would always have a free hitter at the second level because they're loading the box and the Bengals were never able to take advantage of that throwing the ball I think was the crux of the issue can the Chiefs replicate that it wouldn't be the exact same just because I don't see them playing odd fronts very often and playing slow I think they're going to still play fast I think they're going to play their four down even fronts and try to stop the run that way and but unlike how we normally think of teams trying to stop the Bengals especially the Chiefs where you're going to play four down light boxes try to stop the run with a light box and still devote all your resources to the pass game I I think the Chiefs are going to try to stop the run game because that is how I, if the Bengals were some type of, you know, I, I don't know. That's how you kind of like starve out the Bengals offense. If the run game's dead, then you have to rely on Browning drop back pass game. And that has been spotty with in those situations where, you know, it's coming. 
And if Joe Burrow was out there, I'd have a little more, I would have a lot more confidence. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> I mean, last week, if Joe Burrow was out there seeing the fronts and defenses that the Steelers were playing, I mean, it would have been a 400 yard day, but uh, instead we, we didn't get that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. That's the thing. I feel like when you think of all the AFC North matchups, Joe Burrow has had a lot of success over the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's really just disappointing in those two matchups to go 0 and 2 and get swept this year um, to two teams who, you know, they'll pretty much probably lay, a, lay an egg to Pittsburgh Steelers for the next two weeks. Um, we'll go to, we'll flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Um, as I mentioned before, you're getting Cam Taylor bred out there. Defensively, it's been pretty disappointing and depressing when it comes to these explosive plays. Um, I do obviously think Cam Taylor, Britt's going to make a difference. It, it is his first game back after an injury. So we'll see what that looks like. He's very familiar with uh, the Kansas city chiefs in those two matchups last year. So um, this won't be new to, for him and, and playing an arrowhead, but defensively, what are you expecting out of this defense to an offense in Patrick Mahomes, who has had receivers let him down, uh, the rookie wide receiver is the only guy that's really been stepping up. And then Travis Kelsey feels like he's aging a little bit. But the thing is, the Cincinnati Bengals cannot cover a tight end. So it feels like this is going to be a game where Travis Kelsey might eat. But also, Luana Romo, very familiar with these guys. So what do you think the matchup is going to look like defensively? I wonder if the Chiefs try to go back to the well of what worked last year, which in that in that championship game was Marquez Valdez-Scantling against Mike Hilton. Do they try to? to try to get that because they put them in the slot and they're in 11 personnel, some type of light personnel package. Bengals are probably matching that with their nickel. And then you're going to get that matchup or do the Bengals respond and move Mike Hilton to safety a little bit like they've done and maybe try to let Dax Hill take that role. I don't know. I'm interested to see how that goes. I think it's weird talking so much about how important the run games are for these two teams with their quarterback. Well, the quarterback play that has been there the past two years, but for the Chiefs, I mean, you have to try to make it a little hard on them too because I see the Chiefs' interior as a hefty advantage over the Bengals' interior defensive line, their interior offensive line. If they could just take advantage of that and just run the ball the entire game, then that's it. I mean, there's nothing you can do, and unless the Bengals' offense is high-flying or able to sustain drives, then that's going to be the end of the game for the most part. So they have to show a way to stop the run, which they didn't do a great job of in the Pittsburgh game without DJ reader too. That's the really tough part. I thought it was interesting. A few things when I went back and watched the defense, one was they did kind of just roll Tupo out there reader spot when they've tried to go odd front, but then they went, they went to a four, three, which they don't, they haven't done very often. And they tried to play that way, bring in Akeem Davis-Gaither instead of forcing three interior defensive linemen. And I thought that worked better. Uh, I thought Gaither played it all right in that game. And then the other thing, which is just a passing downs thing, but they finally did it. They, they put Hubbard inside with Murphy on the outside and Hendrickson on the outside. I thought that was cool. It didn't have like great effect or anything. There was one play Murphy got a pressure on it. But other than that, not really much going on there. But it was cool to see because I've been – wondering why 
they weren't trying to get to that at all. So the only other part I'd mention is I wonder how much man they'll play. Like, do you just go to something where you've got a double team on Kelsey? And then, I mean, I, I feel like there's been a lot of talk about how bad the Chiefs receivers have been, right? So just man them up and trust your guys to stay in front of them or – I don't know. We'll see. So there's a lot of interesting things, I think, on that side of the ball. Yeah. And and one of the things I don't I don't even look too much into injuries these days for other teams, because I, I remember what happened when they played the Texans and pretty much half the roster wasn't available and they were able to produce and win the game. So I don't even look at it like that. But it is worth noting if the Kansas City Chiefs plan on running the ball, Pacheco looks to be out. Um, yeah. As of now, as we're recording this on a Thursday, he hasn't cleared concussion protocol, so I would be really surprised if he is cleared by Friday. Um, Kadarius Tony, I don't know how much of a loss that is for a guy that yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't even look at him anymore when he's out there, to be honest. And then um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Clyde Edwards is one that, uh, look, this could be his game. Somebody who has been kind of like a letdown for the running game for the Kansas City Chiefs could end up running the ball on this defense who is really having a hard time stopping the run. So we'll see what that looks like for them offensively. Um, but yeah, I really, I think Pacheco is the guy, you know, even looking at this matchup a few weeks ago, thinking that's the guy who terrifies me. Um, he's a really fun running back and um, a guy who unfortunately is in concussion protocol for them. So we'll see what that looks like for their run game, but definitely something to keep an eye on. I know a lot of people are like, you don't want to face a, a mad Kansas City Chiefs game or team or anything like that. I heard the same thing with the 49ers. The Cincinnati Bengals, this is their season right now. Um, you, you lose this game, it's going to be really hard to get into the postseason. And with nine wins, are you going to be able to do that when you look at the other AFC teams? I think it's like a seven-way tie for that final wild card spot. So this is it. And, you know, I don't look too much into – they're going to be mad if, if Jamar Chase says this bulletin board material or anything like that. The Cincinnati Bengals should be mad. They lost the AFC Championship game to this team. I know there are a few more rookies on this team and, and younger guys, but you sh you shouldn't need help getting up for a game like this. And it's a huge one for them and, and one that I still feel like they can compete with even without Joe Burrow out there, unfortunately. Yeah, I also believe Jared McKinnon's on IR. And Clyde has actually missed the last two practices with an illness. Yeah, he is sick. I have no idea what the next running back would be if all those guys are out. <laughs> Watch him have like be like this all-star off the practice squad or something. Yeah, he'll probably just run for 200 yards or something. Um, I actually a little bit – I don't think Clyde's that good, but I have no. the worry. I have a little bit of worry that uh, he's going to have a, a pretty good day, and I am not going to hear about the – I'm not going to hear the end of it from Bengals fans who mm -hmm. have been clamoring for him with the idea of making 2019 LSU. Uh, just – I think he's fine. I don't know. He's kind of like a slower pass catcher that doesn't really pass protect that well. We'll see. I don't know. I think that helps if Pacheco's out and it's Clyde instead. That's going to help, you know, probably not give up as many explosive plays just on the athleticism front of that. So at least hopefully not. But the run game for the Chiefs could still be very sustained and efficient. So I think that is a possibility no matter who is back there. If the Chiefs offensive line is just blowing them off the ball, then that's a wrap. 